and welcome to Beckett Talks, the podcast from Leeds Beckett University. In these podcasts, we will be showcasing our diverse community of students and academics, touching on the important themes that surround universities today. In this series, Beckett Talks, Be Beckett Ready, we will give you advice and help on your journey to being a student with us. The episodes will cover everything from being the first in your family to go to university and looking at what our students' union can do for you once you get here. Hi, I'm James Kennedy, Schools and Colleges Outreach Officer. In this episode, we are joined by some of our mature students. They will be talking about their transition into higher education and how they juggle other commitments. Mature students are those who have taken time away from education for an extended period. It is a term used to classify those who are over 21 when beginning their undergraduate studies, which gives us a very wide set of people and circumstances. Over half of mature students are aged between 21 and 24, around 40% are over 30. Mature students often balance their studies alongside work or caring responsibilities. Joining us today, we have Amy Hoyle, studying counselling and mental health, Kevin LaRoya, studying sport business and management, and Hina Rafe, studying public health and society. My first question goes to Hina. When you applied for university, did you realise you'd be classified as a mature student? And if so, what did that mean to you? Yeah, I actually did realise that I'd be a mature student because I did my research. I didn't actually go to uni when I was 18 and I started when I was 21. And yeah, sort of felt like maybe I wouldn't be like an actual student who usually goes at 18. Yeah, and that, I was a bit paranoid that I'd just be older than everyone. So you're a bit worried that you'll be the standout person in the lecture theatre, but we're worried about integration. Yeah. If that was the expectation, then what was the reality when you joined university? Well, nothing like I expected. I thought that everyone would be like fresh out of college and sixth form and stuff, but they actually weren't. So in my class as well, there's like people, quite a lot of us are mature. So everyone's like, some some people are 18 or 19 and then... Um, some people like mums and stuff like that and already had a job so yeah. I didn't really ask myself the question if I would be classed as a mature student but I was aware that I would be a lot older than anyone in the class because when I joined I was 27 and in my class they were 18, 19. I think I was more nervous the fact that the, they look towards me than me looking at, at them if, if that makes sense. They didn't make me feel like I was older, or but maybe the fact because I play rugby, so they were more uh, intimidated to talk to me because I was uh, uh, for my profession rather than my age. Certainly. So for those that may not know, you do play uh, professional rugby league as well. But as someone who's only about five foot nine, you're, you're quite, you're, your stature is quite a, you're, you're quite, you've got quite a, a broad build, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> So that was the worry. You might you might be more imposing rather than your age. <laughs> it's good to know. So you didn't you, the worries you had about transitioning into that group and socialising. Were you kind of welcomed to the group, or how did that work to, to get to know everyone in your cohort? So um, I think at first it took me a while before I got to speak to someone because I'm uh, at first I'm a bit shy, and also because I was like, oh I'm older, uh, I'm French, so I don't I don't know if they'll understand me properly. So I had the, I was putting. To so much pressure on myself but to be fair it's been an asset when there was like oh you're French and you do a university course so they were so it's kind of like knocked the barrier and I feel a bit more comfortable and it's more when we had the group works that 
I had the opportunity to uh, get to know them on a deeper level. But as you say, it's, 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 it's great to hear again that you appreciate the same things. Having worked with an HE for a good number of years, you do find the mature students. They don't just come back to education because it's the done thing. You make that, uh, that very conscious response to go, I am going back to retrain or I'm going back for a particular purpose for these outcomes. It's not just that you have an interest within the subject area. Often mature students will have a career kind of focus for why they return. So you you often do lead that more targeted approach, that more uh, kind of positive approach to making sure you hit your targets and deadlines. So it's good that you can be that pace setter within your your kind of cohort. So when you were applying to university, what were you what were the kind of expectations you had of being a mature student, and how was that met by the reality? Did you kind of think that it might be a bit more difficult? To be honest with you, like. Uh... Going to university came as a massive surprise and never for in my entire life I will go to uh, university because to be honest, uh, back in France, I, I never I never studied higher education. I've got, um, to be fair, I'm qualified as a joiner, which is like far away from uh, university whatsoever. And uh, when I came into England, obviously I couldn't speak any word in English. So if you had told me when I came in 2013 that I will be Three years after entering a university course, I will probably laugh. But obviously, things happen in life. And in my, in, my, in my case, I got a long injury. Following that, I lost my contract. And I was uh, at a point where I was like, OK, what am I going to do? And at the time, I had a career woman from the governing body who, after a couple of meetings, drew a profile of me. And she was like, have you, have you thought about going to university? And my first reaction, I laughed. And I was like, what, me at university? Because in my head, I was like, I'm no academic, like my tutor back at school would say, or what people say about Ruby that we're not academic, it will be thick, if I can say the, the, the term. And after she, she was like, no, I think you're great. And uh, she asked me to go into a talk from uh, uh, Liz Baker's lecture with uh, Lisa O'Keefe, who would be absolutely amazing with me. And she presented this course, Sport Business Management. And it made sense because there's lots of things I've seen by being on the field for all these years that I could replicate in my in my course but it took me a while to understand that and it's this career woman and lisa who really make me look on a different angle that there's lots of skills that developed during my playing career such as uh, resilience organizations uh, setting targets uh, achieving goals that i can I transfer that into my uh, uni course right now so at first the most difficult things was uh, right academically, so obviously because the language barrier and and also the fact I, I never uh, wrote uh, academically. And also, I remember the first journal article I read, I was like, this is Chinese to me. Uh, I, I, won't, I won't be able to do it. I won't, I won't last the, 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 the five years because I was part-time at first. But after, like, determination, my resilience, I was like, no, I've got, it's like when you play a game, it's like, I've got a job to do and I'll do everything as I can to, to get it done. And after when you start to like make progress, it gives you even more motivation to like try to go to reach higher. So Amy, did you realise that when you were applying that you'd be classed as a mature student? I did realise that I'd be classed as a mature student, but I actually found it quite funny. Obviously, I'm, I'm 23 now, I'm 24 in August, so I know I'm mature, but in an educational setting, I didn't really think, oh, I'm that old. <laughs> so when I actually got there, it was quite a bit of a, a shock to the system because I felt like I kind of needed to be a bit a bit more grown up, a bit of a leader in the group, so to speak, just because I'm a mature student. So did that actually come out? Are you the more mature student of your group then? Our class is quite a healthy mix. We've got some younger ones, we've got some older ones. 
when it comes to a lot of group work just because of my personality more than my age I do kind of take the lead but it's it doesn't it's never really been an issue no one treats me differently we all we're all there for the same reason age doesn't really come into it I think because you're all there for a common cause no matter your ethnicity race age height sex you're all there for the same reason so it makes no difference at all how do you manage to juggle your commitments then when you're while you're being a student I think I'm probably the worst person to ask this question to because I've got quite a lot of things going on outside university. Obviously, I've got my degree. I've got two jobs. I always like to exercise and keep on top of that. It takes a lot of organisational skills and really at the beginning of the week, planning my week out to make sure I get all my commitments in. But I think as long as you're quite good at time management, it's easy, but you've got to keep on top of it. How do you juggle those commitments? Because obviously you've got your professional uh, sporting career, you've got your education as well, and you're a father as well. So is, how how would you advise other people? How do you juggle all these commitments to make sure you are still achieving those targets? So be organised. That, that's the main one is being organised, being really uh, disciplined with, with yourself uh, because you can get easily distracted and uh, and also uh, do a to-do list. So me, I live through lists. I do list every day. Even now, I've got like next to me, I've got a list of stuff I want to do today, and set targets. And I think the that's the the thing I go from rugby is all about time. It's all about like uh, uh, be disciplined and respecting like the the time. So for example, my day or my week, I plan like a music paper. Like I wake up in the morning, I go to university. So I try to treat to get to go back a bit beyond. Like when I first started, it was a bit complicated because I was a full time uh, rugby player and a part-time uh, student and a, da- and a, and a, and a new, new dad as well. So it was complicated because uh, I used to travel uh, from Hull to Manchester. So it's like two hours. Then coming back for around three o'clock, having two hours to do, then go to nursery. So that was a bit challenging. Then after I had to like be a bit uh, smart and uh, I decided after two years to swap from full-time uh, playing to part-time playing and part-time uh, studying to full-time uh, studying and now I try I treat my uh, university like, like a job so for example even if I, I have only a lecture for example at 11 I will come at eight o'clock at university go into library get into this habit it's all about creating an habit and uh, and and if you create like this environment of habits it just become normal and creating little habits become something massive at the end and now obviously now I've got for example marks like 70 plus or class as a first and that gives you uh, extra motivation to keep this dynamic and little habit. What was the real impact to you financially? At first I didn't uh, see the, the, the financial aspect because I was still playing uh, full-time and I was uh, earning a quite decent wage but when I took the decision to play part-time I really felt uh, the, the hit but now uh, obviously I've been in the country for long enough so I can apply for student loan but again it's all about planning and uh, and after uh, I try to uh, to look a long term plan. I know for now I might be struggling a bit, but for me it's like a uni that teach you have to have like smart objectives. So me my uh, smart objective I have long term objective which is ten years. I have five years and I have like obviously short term is like finishing my degree. And hopefully when I'll be five years and ten years, all this time I invested right now, I'll get it back. It's like when you buy a house, like you get the mortgage every month, every month, and in 20, 20 25 years' time, 
you get that back and uh, and and you return on on investment. This is how I see uh, I see it as you may because otherwise you you would not do it. You'd be like, oh no. But if you want to progress and do something you love, for example, I love playing rugby. It's my passion, and I cannot imagine going into another career and don't wake up in the morning and be excited going to work. I know it won't be the same buzz, but I want to get the job as close as the same buzz I, I have right now. And for that is having a little bit hit of financially, but at the end it will be worth it. I'm quite lucky because although I can only get the minimum maintenance loan, I also make sure I have time for work, so I still have a wage as well. And I'm also a commuter. So I don't actually live in Leeds. So the money that I'd actually spend on travel, I'm also a disabled student, so I get a free train pass. So I'm one of the lucky ones who doesn't actually have to spend that much money. So there's not really been an impact for me at all. You're still juggling the two jobs. So did you have the same work commitments before you joined university? I actually owned my own business before I started university and I did that for two years. It was a clothing company which I sold to start back at university. So I had a little bit of money back in beforehand. So I've made sure I've kept on top of that, put a little bit to one side, never let myself get too skinned. And so that by doing that, I've I've come out all right. <laughs> I think that is quite a big commitment to go. I'm, I'm currently earning, I'm currently in a, a career, but I own my own business then make that call to go back into education what was the what was the driving force what made you make that call it was one of them jobs that you could make like a hundred pound in 10 minutes or you could make like five pound in two hours and in them two hours you were just staring at four walls and it was just driving me insane and I wanted to be able to get out there and actually make a difference and not just be sat there in 40 years time going oh wow I've stared at four walls for 40 years I just want to go out there and actually make a difference. So it were a no-brainer, really. I just needed to get back into it. And if it were like, we're now or never moment. Nahina, what about yourself? Um, well, I was living at home in Wolverhampton with my family. So money wasn't really something that I worry about too much. Like, I want to save up, but I don't, like, worry about it too much. I did an apprenticeship. Yeah, I got paid for that. It was, like, in the NHS and palliative care. It's totally, like, different to what I'm doing at uni. But then... um. I also got the maximum amount of a maintenance loan, so that helped me out because I can, I'm living out in leave. How have your families coped with you returning to education? I'm I'm the first one in my family to actually go into it, like further education, higher education. So my my family's main reaction was they were just proud. They were just really happy that I were going out there and doing something and trying to go that extra mile. So it weren't really a coping. It were just happiness and proud and excited for my future so they loved it really. And Hina how have your family dealt with it? Um, well originally I wasn't going to move out to uni and go to Leeds I was going to go to uni in Birmingham so it's quite like relaxed and chill but then like they didn't they weren't doing the course anymore so I was panicking and because my sister is already at uni and she's also got a disability but she copes really well as well my mum was happy for me to go to Leeds and they were worried because I have like some mental health issues and stuff. So, um, yeah, they're a bit worried about that, but also really excited and happy as well. So uh, back in France, in my family, I'm the first one to go to university. Uh, from my friends as well, we, they know that many go to university, but I think they have a massive uh, respect for me because I'm doing um, 
uh, a uni course in the foreign language. So they're like, how can you can you do that? And and plus, like having 70 plus marks is not just passing, is excelling. So I think uh, I get massive respect for from that. And uh, for example, during this lockdown period, I think I, I found this right balance. So I used to wake up at 5 a.m., study from 6 to 12. And in the afternoon, I could spend time with uh, with my son. So in the morning, he would sleep until 8, 9. I give him breakfast, he watch a bit TV so I can study a bit more. Then after, I'll, I'll spend time with him. So it's just about finding the, the right balance and not putting too much pressure on uh, on ourselves. The last question, and we'll start off with Hina again before we go back to Amy. If you could go back and give yourself advice before you started university, what advice would you want to give yourself? Um, I'd say don't worry as much as I did because I was really stressed and worried about things when I shouldn't have been. And I'd probably say go to applicant days and open days because I don't really go to like all of them, especially like in Leeds. So I think that's a good idea. So you can talk to like tutors and people and get a proper idea. I think my main bit of advice would probably be just give it your all. Don't hold back. Don't let things worry you too much to the point where you stop doing things. Just put your all into it. Put all your effort, time, and you'll get some really, really good results. And that's probably my main bit of advice. Just go for it. There's not, there's nothing that should really put you off. Leeds Beckett is a is a great university, and I'm really glad that I chose it. Yeah, I think that the uni like makes you feel included and stuff, and not left out for being a mature student. And yeah, like they really do support you. Uh, be confident. Uh, because like I said, at first I was like, I would never uh, do it for loads of reasons, much student, never been at university environment, uh, I thought I was unintelligent, all these kind of things. But uh, I think uh, be confident because all this experience as a much student during our uh, job experience, there's loads of skills that we are not aware about, but will be so useful in our study. And uh, you will find out soon as the first two weeks of uh, study uh, that your experience will be will be a, a massive assets and uh, and uh, and also like just be calm because i know that because we are a master student and I, you mentioned earlier we we know what we, we are here and some other students in my class they hear sometimes like what do you want to do and they're like oh, i don't know they're just here just to please the parents or whatever or maybe because they're friends in this course or i don't know or because for the student life but us is different I've got like a job. I've got uh, um, I'm a dad as well, so I, I know I'm here to do a job. I'm not here to make friends or going out or this kind of things. I have time for that, but when I am in the university environment, I'm here to do a job. So just be calm, and it will come uh, automatically. Is there anything else that you'd want to tell them about your experiences of going into to education? I think you'll be uh, be open-minded. Uh, for example, it's not because the people in our uh, class will be a lot younger. I mean, me and my degree, they're like all 18, 19. Be open-minded because you can get some good stuff from them and they will get some good stuff from uh, from you. So, for example, uh, at first I was nervous because I felt like they were, they were they're having like really quick to answer questions. I mean, I will be slower. But in terms of like a life experience and a bit sensibility, about the subject I study, I could give them some sensibility uh, that I live those situations from the inside that then they haven't lived. Be open-minded because it will be a real exchange and also like interact a lot with uh, your uh, tutor. 
you come to click and interact better with the tutor because I've got so much tutor even younger than me or my age or a little bit older. So automatically you are on the same page and, and to be fair, they will be your massive asset during your time at university. So definitely interact as much as possible uh, with them and also uh, try to um, to reach for new experiences. So for example, like being a student ambassador, that's been absolutely great for me. I met some uh, really nice people in the offices like you or even other students from different courses. And again, it is an exchange. There you have some different kind of discussion and allow it to grow as well. And yeah, just open your mind. So yeah, try to reach for all the expenses as well during your time in the because there's a lot of things that university offer. Thank you for listening to Be Beckett Ready. We do hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you would like to find out more, including upcoming dates for our open days, please check our website leadsbeckett.ac.uk or follow the link in the description.